Glory to God Almighty. You can be seated. We're talking still on spiritual growth. And I'll tell you, I was praying last night. And I, I, I heard my spirit ask God, Lord, with all this power that you have, why don't you just go right on and give us everything we want? And I say, all this power, won't you just heal everybody? I said, what's wrong? I mean, do I, am I, do I have a right to pray that prayer? I said, yeah, you got a right to pray it. He said, but let me give you a scripture to read. I said, oh, Lord. I know Matthew. <laughs> I, know, I knew that won't go work by asking God something like that. And I just said, what's wrong, Lord? Why is it so many people sick, broke, running to and fro to the world, back to the church, to that old man, to the new man? You know, that sound like James when he said, let not that man, what? That he might not see anything because he's what kind of minded? He's double minded. He's like a ship or like a wave in the sea. We do so good one day. The next day, we fall back into that phallus kind of life. So I said, you know, you know, just why, why don't you just simply give us what we want? He said, I have. I said, would you show it to me? I said, because I would love to be assured that everybody in the church that you've called me to pastor be saved, healed, delivered, and have all the things in this life that you planned for us. I'm sure that you didn't plan. I'm talking to God. I'm just talking to him. I'm sure that you, that you didn't just plan a good life for Adam and Eve. They was in the garden with no problems, no sickness, no sin, no disease. I said, can't you take us and put us there? He said, read Matthew 13. And I'll show you why the church is in turmoil and why so many people in the church, good, good people. We're not talking about uh, rough and no good people. We're talking about good people. Uh, and he said, read verses uh, 13, 55, 56, 57, and 58. Is not this the carpenter's son? Maybe we ought to read 54. You all know what this is, don't you? This is when Jesus went to his own hometown. And when he was coming to his own country, okay, he taught them in their synagogue, insomuch that they were astonished, okay, and said, mm -hmm. "Whence hath this man this wisdom and these mighty works?" How many people know you've already began to stunt your growth when you began to think about certain things that God? I don't think many of us think God can't do it, but many of us think he won't do it. And I think that is when we miss out on the things of God because Romans 14, 23 says, that which is not of faith is what? It's sin. Hebrews 6, 11 and 6 says, for without faith, it's impossible to let, why don't we, you know, bring it a little closer to home. It's impossible for you to obey God. Because if you don't have, but today's message is going to bless you if you grab a hold of what I want to get to your soul and through your spirit today. Because I believe even though this scripture we are reading may not pertain to you exclusively, but I want you to pay attention to it and gather in 
what Jesus is trying to say. Read that uh, 54 again. And when he was come into his own country. Okay. He taught them in the synagogue. Okay. And so much that they were astonished. Okay. And said, whence hath this man this wisdom? Okay, we don't do that, do we? <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I wouldn't ask God, why don't he just go ahead on and fix and, and heal your people? They're your people. We're in your church worshiping you, praising you, and giving all glory to you. Why don't you just go on and heal us all, deliver us, and make us all prosperous? But when he gets ready to do that, let's see what happens. 55. 55. Is not this the carpenter's son? Okay, you may not say that, but in the back of your head, I haven't seen him yet. You know, too many things happen to me. Is he really real? Oh, 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 forgive me, Lord. I know you're real, but. See, we're moving too much to the left or the right. Listen, listen, listen. For God to honor his word that he promised you with that kind of attitude. And you have to be careful, saints. Let, let him read some more and let, let's, let's, let's dissect this thing. Is not this the carpenter's son? Okay. Is not his mother called Mary? Every time I go home, my hometown, and uh, I go around some of the people that I was raised up with, and uh, I try to tell them about Jesus, Will, I remember when you used to curse and I'll fight everybody. I could witness very little in my hometown. Easy. How is your witness and how is his witness to you in your hometown? Easy. Next verse. Did you finish 55? 55 again. Is not this the carpenter's... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get the feeling that I'm being rejected, not because you say I'm wrong, but you're saying that, Pastor Swinney, there's no way that I am involved in something like this. Let me explain something to you, saints. You don't know the demon that you are fighting if that's in your heart. Because the thing is so clever. Until you, how many things have you asked God for and prayed for and you just totally have given up on it? I, okay, I thought I wouldn't even get an amen on that. But that's the reason right there. Because you are neglecting to know the character of God from his reasoning for what he... Listen, say, when Jesus or God, the Holy Spirit, say no to you, who is really speaking? You see, you need to know that right away. If God is saying no to you, it's his wisdom talking. If God says no to you, it's his love talking. Because he knows what he should give you and what he should not give you. Can I get an amen? You see, that's the status that we're going to have to grow into. Do you know what we're talking about this morning? Spiritual growth. And when I finish, by the time I finish uh, today, uh, my, uh, Dr. Bet is going to do another part of what she done last Sunday. So I wish that you all come back. So I, I, want, I asked her to do a little bit more of it. But if you get a hold of what I'm going to teach you today, God knows in heaven you are never, ever going to even give thought that God is not going to give you what he promised because you are not going to back down to what his word said. That's what it key is, saying that you are not backing down. Saying, how many people know that we are a work in progress? There ain't nobody made the top, and you're going to keep on working until you breathe your last breath. See, if you get a hold of what I'm saying, you'll see I'm not trying to knock you. I'm not trying to make you think that you are not where you should be. I'm not trying to make you feel weak or, or shortcoming. In no way. But I do want you to be aware.
of who you are. You need to be aware of how much faith you really use. Saints, do you know that hope is not wishful thinking? Hope is abounding in the love of God and saying, that's it. Whether I see it, feel it, or touch it, or whatever have you, I know my God loves me. And he won't do anything to hide or take away from my good life on this earth. 55 again. Is not this the carpenter's son? Okay. Is not his mother called Mary <laughs> and his brethren? Okay. James and mm -hmm. Joseph Come on. and Simon and Judas? 56. And his sisters, mm -hmm. are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things? Now listen to me, saints. They've seen Jesus do all these things. Why are they still questioning what he can do? Hold on. Is it them that's doing it? Or is it the spirit that they have allowed to linger in their minds? They have not, much of they've seen of Jesus, they haven't grown one lick. Saints, I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to answer this out loud or nothing. But how many of you all seen Christians that's been in church most of their lives and you can see that they haven't grown one lick? Do we have any? Let's move right on along. Because, listen, you'd be surprised. Saints, I'm telling you, I keep telling Outreach Christian Center, you are fighting a war that you don't know nothing about. You've got to turn it over to God, everything. <clears throat> everything. <clears throat> everything. You can't hold on to your attitudes, your doubt, your unbelief, your hatred, your unforgiveness. I could go on and mention them on and on. You've got to die to that mess. For you to get the fullness of what God has for you. You can't be up one day and down another. Let's say it again. Let not, let not that man think that he's going to receive anything. He won't talk about the women. He was just talking about the men. Huh? Talking about everybody. And. Verse 57. And they were offended in him. Look at this. But oh, hey, how many of y'all don't, don't say a word? How many of y'all have been offended because God has allowed certain things in your life? I, 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 no, no, just I want you to answer that to yourself. How many times have you balled your fist up at God and you didn't actually clench your fist? But the attitude. Saints, that stinks up heaven. God said, if I promised you, what did Paul say? Learn to be content in whatever state you find yourself in. Saints, I know that sound hard, but that's the word of God. And you've got to learn that. If you want to get the full brute of what God has promised us. You're going to have to live there and you're going to have to die. Well, let me, let me explain that a little bit because there may be somebody in here that don't quite know what I mean when I say you have to die. Not your physical death, but die to yourself. That old man has to be put away. Pastor Sweeney, but I got there once in a while. See, there we go once in a while. There's a chance for you to blow the whole thing with that once. I could mention, okay. Was John the Baptist a good man? Was he a great man? Has anybody ever come out of the womb of a woman any greater than John? But he blew it what? 
one time and never got a chance for a second. That's what I'm trying to get over to you, saints. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. See, you can say, well, okay, Pastor, when I hear what you're saying, if I'm still alive, no matter how many times I've blown it, I can get forgiveness and start all over again. See, that's the part that you need to know. John didn't get a chance to do nothing. Of course, he went to heaven. But what about you? You can, bl you can stop Satan in his track if you were to go at God in the proper way. And that's being dead to yourself. And, and they were offended in him. Okay. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and in his own house. Okay. Verse 58. Here's the one that tells the whole story, saints. Amen. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Can that happen at Outreach Christian Center right today? You'd be shocked. If you're not in church, keeping yourself sanctified, if you don't come to church and listen carefully, you can find yourself in unbelief before you even realize what you've done. What did I tell you a few minutes ago? You are a work in, go to Colossians 2. And let's look at this thing from the prospectus that Paul told us to look at it from, saying, how many people know, and I'm going to keep telling you, saying, Jesus is going to come. And how is he going to come as a, Thief in the night. What did God say about the strong man? You can't rob him unless you bind him. Satan can't hurt you unless you allow him to bind you. Because you're the strong man. You've been, the Bible says you are complete in him. And you've been blessed with all Spiritual blessing pertaining to, then bless God, you're the strong man. But now, you can't allow Satan to bind you. How is that? Unforgiveness, hatred, meanness, slothfulness, and on and on of the things that God tell us not to do. 16 of uh, uh, 2 and 6. Colossians 2, verse 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. My Jesus. So walk ye in him. Hold on, did you say that? Yes. You've received Jesus as your Lord, haven't you, church? I mean, uh, maybe just three people received him. I, I know that you don't have to say amen if you don't want to, but it would be nice if you would get involved in me in the messages on Sunday. It wouldn't hurt you to say amen. It won't hurt you to clap your hand. It won't hurt you to let the devil know you came to church to worship God. You didn't come to church to be seen, but you came to worship God. Then show it sometime. All the preachers just like that. Yeah, you're right, but that's not the point. Get involved. Well, I'm just quiet. I'd like to see your quietness. <laughs> I'd love to see your quietness in the time of frustration. And Verse six seven. again, six again. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord. As each one Lord, of us has received Christ Jesus, the Lord, uh -huh. so walk ye in him. Is that in your Bible? Read. Verse 7. Rooted. And built up in him. Good gosh almighty. And established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Saints, I know that I preach a, a, a sort of a rough message like that I'm expecting everybody in here to be perfect. I am expecting you to be perfect. Not physically, but in your spirit you should be perfect. 
What do you mean, Pastor Swinney, that nothing Satan throw at you can make you change your mind about what God's word has said? You can be perfect in that area. But Pastor Swinney, it seems that, see, that's where you miss it. It's when you start dealing with the, if, or, and. You got to stay away from that and get perfect in your spirit. Didn't the Bible say, be ye also as your heavenly father in heaven is? is perfect, perfect, perfect. The word said perfect and is holy also. It's two, two scriptures. He said, be ye perfect because your father in heaven is perfect. Be ye holy because your father in heaven is good gosh almighty. Y'all having a good time this morning. You see, saints, because you can run Satan out of your nest. Hey, see, did y'all hear what Sister Sweetie said Wednesday night? She was saying, you remember the time whenever the devil came in your house, you didn't get upset. You didn't go hollering and running and crying and snorting. You went and found you some oil. You went and found you some oil and you start anointing pillars. You start anointing doors. You start anointing shoes. You start anointing everything. Say, don't you know at the name of Jesus, everything has to bow its knees. But I didn't see it. There it is. That's why God could do very little miracles because of their what? Unbelief. Saints, listen, this is why we got to shout high and spare not that you don't fall into that trap. You know how much stuff you run into every day that tries to steal your faith? Tries to turn you around? Make you say, well, you know, I don't know. Saints, those are not words that will come out of your mouth. But those are words that is left settled in your heart. That's why the Bible said, the heart is what, what, what? Okay, that's what it said first. The heart is dead. And then it becomes, and then it said, who can know it? Anybody ever read that 10th verse? See, that's, that's hard for everybody to understand. God say, okay, I'm telling you all about your heart because in that 10th verse, Jeremiah 17, 10, he said this, that's how I judge you and give you on earth is by your heart. If your heart is wicked, what can God do for you except send somebody to try to help you out? God said, don't fail to entertain strangers because you don't know which one might be your angel. Are you aware of all of these things? And verse 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. How much of that is going on right now, saints? How many people know that, that all this preaching you hear about you getting rich and everybody in his church going to be rich is nothing but philosophy and theory and self-willed? That's all that is. It ain't, I, look, everybody... The church should be the richest thing on earth if you listen to the joy boys. But what happened to them? They are fading away one by one. One by one. Because people are saying, man, I've been giving money to this thing and giving that seed faith and, 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 and making my decree. And uh, do you know you can't decree nothing? Only God can decree. But the joy boys tell you that you can tell God what to do. Just to do planets. Oh, Lord, I will. Anyway, he said that God called him the other night and asked him what should he do. I'm talking about God want to know what God should do. So he said, that's not blasphemy. There ain't no such thing. And they're all doing it. They're turning water 
into some red stuff saying this is the blood of Jesus. We got it from out of Jerusalem. Send me a hundred dollars a bottle. And those guys are driving $400,000 Bentleys and $60 million airplanes because of gullible Christians falling for the, read that verse again, bro. Beware. Beware. Lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After you know how many people don't live outreach because of the way I preach? You'd be shocked how many people are left outreach because I'm old-fashioned. Can somebody show me an updated Christ in the Bible? Thank you, thank you, church. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Believe me, I appreciate that. Because I ain't no change. Just have to run me out of here. We got to live right if you want to make it in. You know, let's go talk about making it in. You got to live right if you want a decent life on earth. A lot of people don't have nothing because of how they live their life. Now, you might say, well, Pastor Sweeney, now hold on. What about all of those rock singers that hate God and everything else, but they got millions of dollars? Say, so there's a thousand things I could say about that, but you could have a thousand of dollars yourself, even being holy. That's up to you. Well, they don't like me. See, that's your problem. You know how I many, I remember when we were singing in the nightclub. I mean, we'd be having it, everybody dancing, but you could see one person sitting over there looking at you like he would like to just choke you through. The best thing for you to do is just keep on singing. Don't you look at that. Y'all didn't hear a word I just said, did you? Saying, don't play with that demon called the devil. He's slick. And he can cause you to miss so much. I won't even give a percentage to it. Because, read that line again. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. God Almighty. After the tradition of men. After the tradition of men. After the rudiments of the world. And not after Christ. Isn't that clear? Can it get any clearer than that? Read on then. Verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In whom? In. In whom? Him. In whom? In him. Dwells. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Read. Verse 10. Here's the one that I don't believe that we pay much attention to. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Verse 11. Ho, 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 ho. You are complete in him, a head of all what? Principality and power. That means demons don't have a chance at you unless you what? Or invite them. You have to invite a demon because you've been come. In. Go to first, second Peter. God knows I'm getting ready to. Sims, why he left me already? Where is he at? I'm gonna have to get him. He's supposed to be sitting on the front row. Cause one day I may come to a flying leap. <laughs> Did you go to second Peter? See, we're gonna read this in the Living Bible. Uh, no, no, it's not 2 Peter. It's 1 Peter. 1 Peter 2. And verse 1 and 2. Listen to this, saints. All right, let me say, let me say something while he's looking for that. Spiritual growth will begin to make you, listen to me well, spiritual growth 
will cause or make, I'm going to use the word make, you become aware of your place in Christ. He will make you aware. Once you see and you start, you say, well, okay, I know who I am. How many people know that some of these kids in school, they are fine kids, but the bullies get and mess them and tell them they ain't worth nothing, or you're a square, and, and they fall for it. That's how Satan do you. He's a bully. The Bible says he goes about killing Christians. Huh? What did he say then? Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, he didn't. He goes about as a, as a, as a roaring lion. Then what's the next word? Seeking. So what did that tell you? He's not a lion, but he comes. And once he looked like a lion, he's still seeking. Still don't have no power over you. All we got to do is stand up and be counted for what God had made us for. If you stay and you grow in, the, grow, grow in Christ, you begin to understand, you know, I missed something. You begin to understand your reason for his will. Boy, you need to dig into that one. I just got that one. You will begin to understand whose reason? Your reason for his will. You begin to understand it. And you can say his reason if you want to. That, that's not bad. But you will begin to understand his reason, okay, let's use his, or your, but let's use his. You begin to understand his reason for what? For your will. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Saints, do you know that the Bible says you can do all things if you just what? Believe. Say, so things has to be done according to his will. And if you're not growing in the spirit, how much of his will are you going to be assured of? Oh, you'll be doing things, but will you be assured that you're in his will? Only spiritual growth can do this. Read. So get rid of all evil behavior. This is 1 Peter chapter 2, mm -hmm. verse 1. What did the Bible just say? Read it again, son. So get rid of all evil behavior. Okay. Pastor Winnie, you can go past that. I, I, I don't have no evil behavior in me. Hey, husband. Hey, wives. Hey, children. Do I need to say any more? They know. Pastor Swinney don't know, but they know that there's still some evil and hatred and meanness and always pushing yourself past people, making your thoughts the only one that counts. Did you all hear what Dr. Betty said Wednesday night? She said, it's a shame that nobody got any feelings but you. Why do we talk about other people? Because we don't feel they. Come on, help me out. You don't feel that they have feelings. You talk about anybody, do some things to people, but when it comes to you, they hurt my feeling. Why is it that you're the only one got feelings? You need to have feelings thoughts about other people. Didn't the Bible say you should not be so concerned about yourself but for others? That's in Romans. And plus, Galatians said this. When you find another person in a fault, go to him and deliver him. Amen? 
What did it say? Uh-uh. Those that are spiritual. You go and restore such a person. But I wonder if anybody can say that last line. With the spirit of meekness and less, you be tempted of the same things that you've done to someone else. And then when you get tempted, what you going to say? Well, I don't know why these people got to do this to me. Well, you just did it to 10 people. See, we got to learn how to back up off our old thoughts. And we got to put on the new man. The Bible says, if you are in Christ Jesus, we just read that. He said, if you are being saved and in Christ Jesus, then you ought to also what? Walk. Tell me. If y'all don't tell me, I'm leaping. Walk in him, Lord, the way he lives. He just read it. Okay, I know what I'm sounding like. I'm making them sound like that you all got photographed or photo, uh, uh, photo, uh, photo stat type minds. I know you don't. None of us do. But I would like for you to remember as much as you can because there's a fight going on, saints. And you can't wrestle against no devil on your own. And verse 1, read so, verse 2. So get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. That's in the Bible? Yes. You finish? Mm -mm. Verse I mean, 2. Yeah, finish. Go do two again. That was one. Oh, okay, do two. Like newborn babies, <laughs> you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. Isn't this... Isn't the Bible wonderful? No, and that, was he talking to little infants? Who was he talking to? Us, a grown Christians. Okay, since you ought to answer right, go to Ephesians. I'll tell you, I'll shout. Huh? Yeah, let's go to Ephesians. See, y'all done, see, Sister Bush, y'all done made me mad. I'll tell you, Sims done left me. And I can't get Deacon Wilson. He's a, he's a veteran. He could, he could catch me. <laughs> All right. We, we just tried to say a little humor to get your head up. 3.14. Ephesians 3.14.15. Till I tell you to stop. For this cause. For this cause. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus what Christ. What is the name of this message? Spiritual growth. So Paul said, I bow my knees that you would grow. But listen to what else he said. I bow my knees. Unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Talk about spiritual growth. 15. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. <laughs> 16. That he will grant you. That he would what? Grant you. Meaning that we need it. Amen. Meaning that we may not have it. All of the growth that we're supposed to have. Paul has said, I'm, I bow my knees and I pray to God that you will hear what I'm saying and receive this thing. And what did that 16th fall? That he would grant you. That he would grant you. According to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Why he wants you strengthened? In the inner man. Not your mouth. Not your fists. Not your evil. But with the inner man. Because you see, say what's in you will come out. And if you get the inner man fixed, guess how you're going to live? The right kind of life. And. 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That what Paul said. I bow my knees and I pray that God dwell in your heart by faith. How many people know we all say he's there? Mm -hmm. But how many of truly believe it? If you know God was in you and you could actually see him. How many people would you talk about? How much unforgiveness would you keep? Nothing would be wrong, but he is there. That's when you got to know how to deal with it by faith. 
You might want to say, Pastor Swinney, how is God going to judge all these trillions of people? God will have to do it. You will do it. You can see you're going to stand before him, and you're going to be looking at him, and you're going to start coming up. You know how you jive me? Y'all know how you jive each other? You ain't going to jive him because he knows every move you've ever made. And if you happen to die with unconfessed sins, you in trouble. How many of you all, when you pray at night or day or whenever you pray, you still ask God to forgive you? You know why you don't? Because you probably don't think you need to be forgiven. Why? Satan got you thinking that you are living a perfected life. He's slick, saints, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breath and limb and depth <laughs> and height. Verse 19. That's what I'm trying to show you, saints. We need spiritual growth to get to those scriptures you just heard him read. Now listen to 19. And to know the love of Christ. That's what we need to know about saints. If you know God loved you above anything that your mind could conceive or, or, or come near to conceive, how many times would you hold unforgiveness? How, how many times would you do things you know that's not like God because you know God loves you so much that you're going to love everybody? Saints, you might look at me as a pedestal what about you? I have reached that pedestal. You know what caused me to do it? It won't really the word that caused me to do it. It was people. People made me see that I better love everybody. Because people will put something on you. They'll ruin your life because they are working for the wrong God. You have to be careful, saints. Read 19 one more time, then we're going to go to Philippians 2. And to know the love of Christ, which passive knowledge. Which passes what? Knowledge. That ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Philippians 2. Spiritual growth. I'm going to make that quote again. What calls you are, let's don't, let's don't use the word cause. You will begin, Lord, I'm, I'm going to shout. You will begin to understand your reason for being here. How many people y'all think that God made you because he has one still sweet little thing that he wanted to make on earth and he just wants you to go about and do your thing on earth? He made you for him. And I got several scriptures that I'm going to read. Well, we got a few minutes. And I'm going to read it to you and show you what God said. Who do you think you were made for? He said, I, all things was created by me and it was created for me. So say you were created for God. How is it that you think that you can give yourself to something else? You were bought with the price. Anybody know what price that was? That was a billion dollars, amen. What was it? The precious blood of Jesus bought you. Then it said something behind that. And that now you are not your own you belong to him. Saints, if you don't put all of this in context, if you don't put this in the right perspectives, you'll still live your life pretty much like you always have. I know that don't sound good to you, but it should open your eyes. If I'm wrong, but I still know that there's a work in progress in all of us. Everybody in you need to do a little more. Philippians 2, 16, 2, 13, 2, 13. For it is God. For it is God. Which worketh in you both to will and to do of 
his good pleasure. Come on, what did I say? If you, spiritual growth, will what began? You will begin to understand your reason for his will. 13 again. For it is good, it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do okay. of his good pleasure. Read, read on. Read on. Do all things without murmurings and disputing. How many people know that that's an outland, outland, outgrown scripture? We've outgrown that. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Okay. 15. That ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, Lord Jesus, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Boy, we talking about we want to hang with the world a while. You want to still drink with the world. You still want to party with the world. Man, Bible said that First John. 2.15, he said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Why did God say that? He said, because the world is going to what? Let's go to John. I think we got enough numbers. We're going to read about 10 scriptures here. Go to John 11. Lord, I, I, I'm getting ready. I know I'm going to shout on this one. God almighty Jesus. What, what do I want to say? Spiritual growth, listen, sees God's love in his patience and in his wisdom. If you all don't say something, I said spiritual growth causes you to see his love and his wisdom, even in your problems. You'll see his wisdom as you grow. Let me show you how God wants you to grow up. Uh, John 11, let's read the first five verses first, and then we're going to skip through it because I don't want to run over, uh, past where we're going now. John 5, 11, 1 through 5. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany. Okay. The town of Mary and her sister Martha. Okay. Verse 2. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Okay. Verse 3. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold. He whom thou lovest is sick. Okay. Four. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Okay. Verse five. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Hello. What's with Jesus here? He loved them. But what I want you to get out of us reading this, I want you to see what God expects from you as you grow. That you will see his love not because of what you are looking at, but you will see his love because of his wisdom. Good God Almighty. You see, don't worry, you're going through some stuff. But then don't let that bother you. Because guess who know what you're going through? Then you need to look at it through his eyes, his wisdom and his love and his patience. Because it may not show up the way you want it to show up. Go to the 14th verse. No, no, let's, let's, let's jump to the 12th. Then said his disciples. Okay. Lord. If he sleep, <laughs> he shall do well. 13. Hold on. Questioning Jesus, isn't it? 
All right, let's go to uh, 14. Let's get, we're going to have to skip it because there's a whole lot of reading here. Do 14 and 15. Then said Jesus unto them plainly. Plainly? Lazarus is dead. 15. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. Hold on. What kind of talk is that? But what was he doing it for? For them and their spiritual God almighty Jesus. Does he take it all the way to the helm? Yes. Huh? He don't just hang around the edges. He take you into deep water so that when you do come out, you will know it was God because nothing else could have delivered you. You read 14 and 15. Okay, do 15 over again. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe. Jesus. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Now, if you, if you all read all of the rest of it, you'll see what Thomas and Peter, uh, Will, uh, Thomas and them say, let's go with him so we may die with him. Listen to me, saints. Stay away from foolishness. Jesus told them what he came to do. That means he couldn't die until it's done. Death shouldn't have been on none of their names, their attitude. 17. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days How already. many people know that that was intentional? Because if he'd only been in the grave three days and he rose uh, Lazarus from the dead, what would the scribes and the Pharisees would have said? He was never dead. His spirit was still with him. But you see, they believed that if you're dead four days, it's over. So God made sure that it was four days. Is he awesome? Is, do we serve an awesome God? Okay, let's skip all the way up to 21. Then said Martha unto Jesus. Because that was 19, right? Okay, read 19. I'm sorry. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary. Okay. To comfort them concerning their brother. <laughs> 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming... Went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. 21. Then said Martha unto Jesus. Watch this. Lord. Lord. If thou hast been here, my brother had not died. 22. Hold on. Could Jesus have been there? I wonder why Jesus so mean. I wonder why Jesus put us to test. I wonder why does Jesus give us tasks that we never been through, but he expects for us to go through it. Why? Because he expects for you to act according to what? His word, bless God, and you got to do that by faith. Lord, I know I'm, I'm going to, see, it's getting hot up here. 31, because we're going to skip a lot of it. The Jews, then which were with her in the house, mm -hmm. and comforted her, <laughs> when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, she goeth unto the grave to weep there. What verse was that? 31. Okay. Verse 32. Hold on. Okay, did you all get that? Did you all get that? It's very important that you get that. 37 then. And some of them said, could not this man, okay. which opened the eyes of the blind. What is going on right here? Doubt and unbelief is showing up. This is how we do it. That's the only reason that I'm saying, I'm trying to show you spiritual growth causes you to understand certain things. It causes you to be able to understand God's patience. Understand God's delays. Understand God's wisdom. Spiritual growth takes you there. If you don't grow up, you'll continually get in a hurry for God. And you can't hurry God. Not even with your faith you can't hurry him. With your faith you can get the job done, but he'll do it in his time. Good God. What verse was that, son? 
And some of them said, mm -hmm. could do, seven, not, do 37 all over again. Yes. Mm -hmm. And some of them said, could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? Y'all don't do that, do you? Okay, moving right along. 38. Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. Y'all see what I'm saying? You make Jesus weep when you doubt him. When he was on the boat with, uh, walking across the water and the, the guys was on the boat, Jesus got highly upset when they wouldn't believe when he said, it is I. Even Peter, when he stepped out, he still lost it with his what? With his eyes, which caused unbelief. You were reading what, 37? Okay, don't, don't, don't go 39 and 40. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. How many people know that it's time to start running? Okay. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he hath been dead four days. Verse 40. Listen to what Jesus had to say. Say, this is what he's saying to every one of you. Jesus said unto her. Watch this. Said I not unto thee. Did not tell you, woman. That if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Jesus is talking all this good I mean, putting a wrap down, and this woman's brother is dead. He could have been there, but he chose not to. And then he get to talking about, he ain't dead, he's sleeping. <laughs> and then he said, move the stone. Come on, what is going on here? How many times have they seen Jesus do even greater miracles? But he stinketh. As if God couldn't change that. No, you know, I tell you, you finish 40. Let's go to 41 through 45. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. How many people know that you all better learn how to walk through a cemetery at night and not whistle, just start whistling, hoping everything work out? I know that when I was a kid... <laughs> <laughs> we, we really, you lived down there for a little while. You know where Elevate Grove Church is? That's a cemetery right there. I used to go to parties down the street at Thelma's. And at midnight, I used to have to walk through there by myself. So I start <laughs> hoping, hoping don't let jump out. But that ain't, see, hope ain't no good when you push it to that area. Lord God, I wish somebody would hear me. Do it again, son. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Okay. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Watch this now. Watch this. 42. And I knew that thou hearest me always. Watch these words. But because of the people which stand by, I said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me. You better understand God's patience. You better understand his wisdom. He don't move because you cried all night. He don't move because you bow your fists up at him. He moved because you have enough spiritual growth to believe that his wisdom will bring you through. What verse was that? We got one minute. Verse 43. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. 44. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, loose him and let him go. Verse 45. Y'all ain't shouting yet. Well, you, let's see what 45 going to do to you. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did believed on him. 
That's what it's all about. Give God a praise. That's why God do some of the things that he does.